and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I'm Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hi, Dan. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty, pretty well. Thank yeah. you very much. I'm two coffees in. So <gasps> I'm actually three coffees in Goodness the day. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I had two coffees this morning, yeah. uh, instant, and then I had my filter coffee when I got very in this nice. morning today. I feel like you're uh, so more sort of... You've got better constitution than I have when it comes to this. I feel like you, you hold your coffee better. Well, well thank you. <laughs> I get a bit buzzy. Uh, do you get a bit... Yeah. Oh, my wife's found this because, like, when she was pregnant, she wasn't drinking any coffee. Right. Because you're not supposed to. They're not allowed. And then once she had the kids, she wasn't doing it uh, when she was immediately breastfeeding either. And mm. then she was like, I'm going to have one coffee. They had like one coffee. She's like, I'm all over the shop. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all jitters now. All the tasks got done yeah. within lightning speed. Oh, but then she, the, the come down is a lot. Yeah, she yeah. was like, I'm not sure I can actually drink coffee ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now she's just so tired she has to. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's become a function for her. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we need to dive in to the main show here. We're going to be talking about hmm, a potential Doctor Doom movie. Goodness gracious, really? Here is the show. Let's talk about this Doctor Doom story because okay. this kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Quite literally and almost figuratively in a way. Yeah. Because Howard Stern on his radio show was playing some adverts mm -hmm. and didn't realise that his mic was still on. Which already is suspect to me. But carry on. Oh, okay. Well, we'll dive into that in just a second. Let's. So here is the quote that he had to say. Like, we've listened to it a couple of times and you can... You have to listen to it a couple of times. It's a lot of noise. It's, a, it's so much. It's a, I thought I was playing two clips at once. It's a shame that you haven't got the transcript of the advert because I could read the advert while you read what Howard Stern said and then it could be a whole soundscape. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So... Uh, I'm glad that there are other people out there who've like probably it for you. put it into Adobe Audition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like dead and down some sounds. Like these ones. Here's what he said. They're going over the schedule with me and it's going to suck. I told you I'm doing Dr. Doom. That's the thing. But believe me, I'm miserable about it. I called Robert Downey Jr. and I was asking him acting techniques. Do you have a number for John Favreau? I mean, Hollywood. Yeah, absolutely. Hollywood. If you're Howard Stern, you probably are just calling Robert Downey Jr. Well, to yeah. be like, Bob. Hilariously, he's got a number for, for Robert Downey, but not for John Favreau. Well, I, I think that makes sense because, you know, they were like, Robert Downey Jr. had quite a wild 90s, <laughs> as, as <laughs> did really Howard Stern. Did. Yeah, they absolutely did. They That's probably true. were at a lot of Hollywood mm. parties together. Mm. And Robert Downey Jr. was doing his Bob Downey Jr. stuff that he did in the 90s. And Howard Stern was like, I'm going to fart on people because that's what Howard Stern does. He really did do that for a while. And now he's a judge on American's Got Talent. Is he really? Yeah. What, a, what a bizarre career what move a for him. Yeah. yeah. He was once Fart Man. Which is a shame because as we've discussed, Flat is never funny. <laughs> Which is uh, as old, a take I cannot get behind. No. Like a fart. Um, anyway, so what do you make of this, Dr. You stop laughing in the background. <laughs> Sorry, producer Richard's laughing. At, I'm not having it. Not on my program. Um, Dan, what did you make of this quote? Because I'm guessing you don't believe it. Well, here's the thing. It's not that I don't believe it. Because there's lots that we could play with, for, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. Like, for instance, is he playing Doctor Doom? Will he just be in something Doctor Doom related? La, 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 la. I just don't know that I buy that. Howard Stern, radio professional, didn't turn his mic off during the ads. Now, the comeback to that, I, I do this a lot. I've 
got an answer to my own question, which is that th- those people have paid for ad space. I mean, arguably, this is going to make that ad listened to an awful lot, so they've got bang for their book. But I just don't know that he would sabotage an ad to leak something by accident. But also, he, he's too professional to have done it by accident. I don't... Go, please. I think Howard Stern is in a position now where he is not in control of the faders. Right. I, I, I think he has got production teams there that are doing you the think faders he's just for him. Back, feet up. Exactly. He just goes on there and just says, farts, farts, bums, and then <laughs> here's the next trail, and Great. someone will like fade his microphone down. Mm. Like because he's Howard Stern. He doesn't yeah, need to be in control. He doesn't need to ride the desk and these days. Part, I love this job. I get to show up and talk about movies and go home. Yeah, it's great. I've controlled the faders for X amount <laughs> yeah. of years. I'm going to pass that across to someone else. So he's now. not a control freak because I would want to be able to for comedy purposes. I mean, some I, people are. back in my radio days, mm. I I got quite a kick out of the fade thing. However, if you've been doing it for thirty years, maybe you I are suppose, like yeah. you're like oh, I, I can't be bothered can't with be that bothered. anymore. So yeah, so okay, that's that a fair part, comeback. That's that's one side of it. Parked mm. is that like was this a mistake? Mm. Was this done on purpose? The the other question is like if this is a real thing, if we're going to accept the veracity of it, yeah, if we're going to if we're going to dive into this make believe world, this alternate reality, if you will, this multiversal existence, goodness gracious, Luke. you're welcome. Um, this is eight three eight that we're going into. <laughs> here, uh, that he is going to be Doctor Doom. The quote is, "I'm going to do Doctor Doom." That to me says, I am not playing yes. Doctor Doom. I'm just going to be in a Doctor Doom movie. Because I don't know too much about Doctor Doom. I know you're basically, again, not really a comic-y person because there were so many and it overwhelms me. But I feel I've done a little bit of reading about Doctor Doom because I've heard the name many, many times. I just don't know that Howard Stern, especially if he's following that up with, I was asking him acting techniques is quite the vibe that Feige would be going for. Yeah, I don't think Kevin Feige has been like, oh man, all of these actors at our disposal. Yeah. I could literally, I could throw a dart at a list of names and they'll do the movie. Yeah. Uh, and he's not going to be like, Howard Stern. Mm. Uh, that's the guy to be playing Dr. Doom. I'm going to pass over Meryl Streep. Yeah, I mean, I think Dr. Doom could end would up being Would you not like, like to see Meryl Streep be playing Dr. Oh, Doom? I'd love to see Meryl Streep as... as she would uh, be the right choice. Absolutely. But like, I don't think... I'd imagine Dr. Doom is heading to be one of our next big yes. villains yeah. in the MCU. Like, I think Kang the Conqueror is quite clearly going to be mm-hmm. one of the big guys, particularly because we're doing so much multiversal mm-hmm. and stuff. But I think with... Uh, Fantastic Four, they're doing a Fantastic Four movie. Kevin mm-hmm. Feige has said we are doing the Fantastic Four. That was at San Diego Comic-Con a couple of years ago. I think that Doctor Doom, now that they have him, has the ability to be like their next Thanos. Yes. Like, and if, if it's not Kang, then it's going to be mm-hmm. Doctor Doom. That's not Howard Stern. Like, they're it not really hiring isn't. Howard's, not putting Howard Stern on a poster. I mean, granted, you can put it behind a mask, I suppose. It doesn't matter. But also, so I love the—I mean, I do love the idea of someone surprising you with hitherto unknown skills and being like, "Wow, you were the choice," and I can't imagine it any other way. I just don't really feel like this is going to be that. And we've seen Howard Stern in acting mm. roles. Granted, it was as himself yep. in his own biopic, yep. *Private Parts*. <laughs> Great, which I, I actually think is a very good biopic. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's—I don't—I'd imagine he's going to be in a Doctor Doom movie, perhaps as a radio DJ, mm. sort of like a fun cameo type thing it's just like you know people doing okay the example i'm going to give is ghostbusters right so in the movie ghostbusters there's a sequence in which the ghostbusters rise into popularity and mm-hmm. they then go through like lots of radio and tv personalities yeah. talking about this so like oh it's larry De- larry king and then and the other so like mm. i wonder if that and he said larry david there but no yeah larry, he's not in that. no it's not larry king but like maybe it's just like dr howard stern recording something being like 
oh, you know, I can't believe this guy is doing over there in Latveria and this is what he's currently doing. Can you believe this? And someone else being like, oh man, I can't believe that either. I, yeah, I, I have a personal bugbear against people um, who are real people. <laughs> <laughs> you have a problem with people being real people. Let me find... That's why you're on Instagram so much. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find my words, if you will. I have a beef with movies where real journalists are in it. Okay. Not as them. As, I don't like it. In The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. Sarah Haynes of The View does a whole bit with new Captain America. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't need can, actors. I don't need to be in the real world in this way. I know that Disney and ABC have this whole thing. I, if Howard Stern is playing Howard Stern, I don't need that. Mm. Kind of pulls me out a little bit. Howard Stern playing a character, like a J. Jonah Jameson kind of thing. Interesting. That I'm kind of into as well. Yeah. Particularly because, like, like, if it's just a cameo, I don't think that's a schedule that's going to suck. No, it really isn't. Like, this sounds like he's going to be really busy doing this. Now, can we ask, is is there enough narrative for Doctor Doom to have his own? Would it be, like, a Doctor Doom movie? 100%. Like, and I actually think it would be a quite smart move mm. to do a Doctor Doom origin story and a standalone, do, a standalone Doctor Doom movie. Because haven't really, we haven't done it. Before. No, and they, I was, yeah, you're right, and they, and they don't really an anti. I mean, he's like an anti-hero sometimes. Well, he is a, he's a, I mean, he's a villain. He right. is a baddie. Okay, could, but, could is there scope for anti-hero? I, I think you make him 100% all in villain. Like but, I, I think he can be the next Thanos of the MCU. Because that's a that's a challenge to make a movie where I mean, I suppose Joker did it in some ways, although those yeah. arguments could be made, and that's partly why I don't really like it. And Sony are currently doing it a lot at the moment. You know, they just did Venom. They're doing yeah. Craven Hunter. Like, but they see the problem. The problem, my problem, not just people, is also I think sometimes when you make the villain the the the, the protagonist of your story, it dilutes them because it's it humanizes them and i i, I mean i love thanos by being thanos is right i'm just gonna say it thanos is right <laughs> oh wow you're one of those his, his methods are wrong but his his premise is is correct and and it's that bears fruit in the five years later sequence i was gonna say it's it's provably true yeah. in, in endgame where they were like there's there's less boats and things around now so like whales are coming ecology is doing well yeah you know we're all sad but like he was right yeah that's right but like if we get a whole movie where we see it from his perspective, do I find him as villainous? I don't know. And so that would be an interesting thing to, you know, how are you going to keep him as villainous as possible? Yeah. I, and I, make me want to, you know, do you know what I mean? I agree with you, yeah, but I think that's the thing we haven't had in the MCU yet mm. is a villain origin movie. Right. We've just had villains drop in. Yeah. And I mean, Pretty I suppose right. you can make the argument that like, WandaVision was a villain origin story for Doctor Strange. I, oh... Uh, in, in, yeah, in I have a, lots of way. things to say, and we're not ready yet <laughs> to talk about there's it. There's not enough time to dive into that. That's a whole video into mm. itself. So I guess you could make the argument for that. I don't know if I fully agree with it, yeah. but that's the only example I could really think of. But I like the idea of doing a Doctor Doom movie, mm. just calling it Doom or something like that. And probably not. Probably not. And then setting it up, <laughs> people will just think we're going into fight Hell's Shellsborn. And- yeah. <laughs> um, which is a real shame if it wasn't an actual Doom movie. Yeah. But like, I, I. I before we do the Fantastic Four, yeah, I think there'll be something quite cool around that. Yeah, I, I, I see. That. I mean, it, it's again, it, I trust Marvel; they'd get it right in their own way. I think it's a very challenging thing, and that, I think that idea does excite me a little bit. So, mm, mm, just probably not Howard Stern playing. <laughs> I don't think Howard Stern is doing. This. 
This week's big release is Minions The Rise of Gru, available in 4DX, Super Screen, VIP, 2D, and 3D. I like Minions. I, I'm a very, uh, I, I'm a Minion apologist. I think they're excellent. I think they're, they're very funny. Not the fart gun, obviously. But I think they, I've spoken about this, they're a bit silent comedy. There's elements of that, slapstick humor, which I love. So I'm quite keen, I'm quite fond of the, uh, the old Minions. Also think like, Mini Gru's very adorable. Yeah, Gru is weirdly, like, cute. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a lovable character. Yeah. You know, here we go. It's a, it's a villain's origin story. Well, I, I mean, yes, exactly. In a way here. So I think that that's quite cool. Uh, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I like the Minions as well. I think in the context of movies, yeah. they're very, very good. I recently rewatched Minions. Mm. Um, I have a small child. Well, uh, and it is, it is hilariously funny. Yeah. I, I think it is really, really good. So I'm, 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 I haven't seen it yet. Mm. I know some people went to go see it uh, the weekend where the press screenings were on. Some friends of mine went to go see it and they all said it, they very much enjoyed it. Yeah. I uh, also remember when Despicable Me 3 came out, how cross I was that it wasn't called Despicable 3. It's another one of our numbers in the title. Yeah. Nightmares. Also out at the moment is Lightyear, available in IMAX, 4DX, Super Screen, VIP, and regular old 2D, as well as Black Phone, Jurassic World Dominion, and Top Gun Maverick. So what is your pick of the week? Can I tell you how I am still very much enamored of Top Gun Maverick? Please go. Still going all mm. this time. I think there was there was something in the box office, I think this was stateside. It matched a brand new release the same week. And it's been out for over a month and a half now. It's like, it's doing numbers and it's just so exciting. I find it so exciting, Luke. It's, that is a true word of mouth yeah. type thing. That is people going into offices and being like, have you seen yeah. Top Gun Maverick yet? And then be like, what you have, if you're gonna see it, you have to go and see it in the cinema. Yeah, and and that's also, why it's been re-released in IMAX. Yeah, because, but it was just so rare. Cause normally you have your big releases on your big screens, big, 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 everywhere, all the formats. And then over the course of its run, you'll find it in the smaller, in the smaller, because people still wanna go and see it, but they're in the smaller screens. For it to have done that and then come back because the appetite has been there is just so exciting in a time when we were kind of nervous about what the cinema landscape was going to look like post-pandemic, what, you know, movies in general were going to look like because budgets are forcing people to do things CGI these days and Tom Cruise is like, no, no, thank you. That's me doing an impression of I'm him. very good. Yeah, Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, that's, that's, now that's, make me a cocktail. Yeah, fine. Um... But yeah, it's just so exciting. I find I find it so that's my pick of the week because it's just so much fun to see a movie like this getting so much attention. I, I should be picking Minions yeah. because I've got a small child. Yeah. However, I've seen Black Phone. It's really, really. Did good. you like it? Oh, I loved it. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. Loved it. It's getting a lot of praise. Oh, and deservedly so. Yeah. It's so so good. Is it scary? Oh, it's proper scary. It's quite scary. Oh, it's so scary. Yeah. But yeah, that is one hundred percent, one hundred p, my pick of the week. One honey p. Of course, you can hear our recommendation and be like, brilliant, I'll go see Black Phone this week and I'll go see Top Gun Maverick. But, oh man, I really wish I could also see Jurassic World Dominion and Lightyear and, and actually Minions Rise of Grey. If only there was a way to see all of these incredible movies. And there is, and it's an unlimited card. Here's a brand new trailer for it. Goodness.
with the most exciting card you can own. Dan, what are your five favourite things about the Unlimited card? <laughs> uh, cheap snacks. Uh-huh. Discounts on snacks and drinks. Uh, seeing as many movies as I want. Love it. Uh, oh, that, that, that old taste card, mate. That oh, old taste card. Beautiful. Maker. What are you going to do? Cheap pizza. Uh, tell me about it. Yeah. Um, uh, unlimited screenings. I love unlimited oh, screenings. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and it fits nicely in my wallet. Oh, it's so perfectly sized. Yeah. Oh, I, I adore it. Every time I get a new one, delightful. <laughs> That's really that was legit. I just, <laughs> was. Again, you put me on the spot, and I was like five, five. So yeah, did I succeed? One hundred percent. Yeah. Do you know what I also like about it? Do you know what my favorite thing about it? Please. Such a reasonable price. Such a reasonable price. Yeah. More information about that in the video description down below. I mean, I'm going to be using my unlimited card next week please for the release tell me of thor oh love and thunder thor for thor it's gore oh i'm so so excited for it you and i are seeing it next week we together are. we're going to be reviewing it here on what's on and i can't first screening wait. possible oh i i am so so excited to yeah see that's always movie. a good crowd as well yes go well we did that for dr strange we did, yeah and um, this that, is now i hope you know it's precedent yeah well absolutely yeah like it was when i saw um spider-man where yeah. No Way Home, that was my favourite crowd. Like yeah. That first, very first screening. Mm. Same thing with Doctor Strange, you get the whole like, yeah. and all those sorts of things. I'm looking forward to that with Thor Love and Thunder, particularly when Thor's bum comes out. Oh my like, goodness gracious. It's just holding you back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the screen will not still be standing. Do you know what you're going to about this 40 Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this movie is really interesting when we think about it in that context, because like, with Spider-Man, there are obviously lots of rumours about who's going to make an appearance here and there. With uh, Doctor Strange, we knew Similar. it was Multiverse Madness, the same kind of thing. This one is very much more about what is the narrative going to offer us for the characters of Thor and obviously Jane. Um, you know, I'm very, very, very excited. I just, I love, there's, there's a shot in, I've still only seen that first trailer. There's a shot in it where it looks like a pirate. You know, I love pirates and I love Thor. It's all go. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, it's this is the first MCU movie we've had you know, since the last, well, certainly the last two. Yeah. Which means it's probably yeah, since the Eternals and like Black oh, Widow yeah, and things yeah, yeah. like that, where it's like, no, no, this is just a chapter in the MCU. The pull of this is the character. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're going to see this to find out what happens next with Thor, what happens next with Jane and with Korg and with mm. Valkyrie and all of these characters, as opposed to, oh, I wonder who's going to be the cameo this, this and time what, around. What is it going to set up for next? That's exactly you know? it. Yeah. And also, I think it's really interesting how uh, much Taika has had a like you know a stamp on on this because people are so excited to see it as a type of white movie as much as they are anything else. And of course, tickets are available for DC League of Super Pets, available in Super Screen and 4DX. And I mean, you know, our Super Pets looks really fun. Yeah. The trailer for it, I thought, was a lot of fun. I like a pun. I like a family movie. I like pets. You know, what's not to love? There you go. We've got an unlimited screening on July 19th for Where the Crawdads Sing. And there's event cinema, including Prima Facey National Theatre on July 21st. And Westlife, live at Wembley Stadium on August the 6th. Are you a Westlife fan? Uh, I, I uh, have been known to fly without wings. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, I mean... They don't go for Richard. Don't get me wrong. But like... Could have come up with an intro at the start. Of <laughs> but that Westlife stuff is right it's at the right top. At the day. Always under the surface. Whole week to prepare. <laughs> the intro. You gave me two seconds and I was right in. That's the power of Westlife. What can I say? 
if you get a comment left on the video, as of course we do, by our good friend Geek, who says, I love how I sent you both on a back and forth on musicals <laughs> with my comments from last week. I love that too. I feel like I could do that all the time. Yeah. You just, it's just a very light push. It's not, you know, it's not drawing me down a, a rabbit hole. I'm, I'm willing to fling myself headlong down the rabbit hole. I, uh, I'm obviously I'm a bit new to, to the musical genre. Mm. Like, if it hasn't been made into a movie, I probably don't know it exists. Girlfriend, stick with me. Uh, unless, you know, of course, it's Matt Stone and Trey Parker doing Book of Mormon, well, in which case yeah. I, know, I know that exists. Of course you would know that. Because I know that. Of course if, I do. If uh, Johnny Knoxville ever decided to sing Jackass <laughs> into a musical, you'd be the first in line. Would have been right there. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Uh, so I'm learning things like when I watched uh, The Simpsons, yep. and they have the Cape Fear episode, right. uh, they do the big musical thing at the end I didn't realise that was actually like a real music. another one is um, Streetcar they do a parody of Streetcar yeah. and Desire I didn't realise that they were actually making up songs in that they do a lot of uh, excellent parody of that stuff in the yeah I just thought it was like yeah. either like I thought Cape Fear was all parody and I, and I can't even think is it HMS Pinafore oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. with the, the, uh, the yeah yeah, there's a lot in Pinafore. I was just about to try and pick one, and then I realised there were so many, and I couldn't. When he does the whole stuff, the whole routine. Well, there, yeah. So I also um, like often um, uh, when you go back and watch something again, having seen the the thing it's parodying or it's making a reference to, and then you get the joke afresh. Yeah, well, I had that with watching Cape Fear. Yeah. So like, I was I recently rewatched Cape Fear. The mm. the actual the actually news in there was the remake. Yeah. And I was like, all right, yeah, this is all the stuff that they did in The Simpsons. Right. Yeah, that, actually, yeah. and you see it that now. way around. Yeah. Is everyone just sorry right there watching videos? Just have a little, uh, <laughs> just have a little session. Just think we're chatting for our health. Yeah. Then we're just chatting because we like each other. Oliver Davis, since he's come back into this room, it's been so disruptive. We didn't start until start an hour late. You and Matter. <laughs> uh, Geek finishes up here by saying excited for Minions next week I saw a preview of it in 4DX and I loved it and Thought and Th- Thought, Love and Thunder is also out I can't wait for that I'm just, I'm just so excited yeah cannot wait for Thought, Big Love arms. and Thunder but anyway like, that's all we've got time for on this week's show because as Ollie has just said then we have run over time, over time. Uh, but until then uh, we'll be back next week with uh, the, our full review of oh Thought, gosh. Love and Thunder take care everyone I've been Luke Owen I've been Dan Layton and that's what's on 